I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, man. Hey, Taylor. Yeah, <laughs> What breed of jokes? <laughs> you got to pick less funny jokes. <laughs> okay, okay. What breed of dog tells off-color jokes? What? A smut. Oh, no. <laughs> Like, like mutt, but yeah. smut. I don't get it. Oh, man. <laughs> howdy. Hey, welcome Bork. to the floof. Oh, we, that's our thing, isn't it? It's not howdy. Uh-huh. Oops, I mean. I messed it up. Bok, bok, hello. Bok, bok, hello. <laughs> Crushed it. Welcome back to the Floof and Papa podcast. Thanks for joining us today. If you're new, I realize we haven't done this the last few episodes. I'm Taylor. And I'm Mel. And we'll be your hosts today talking about doggos. And floofs and puppers and No, If you don't know what that is, it's a dog. Various names I don't names think we ever dogs. say the word dog on this podcast. Not really. Not really. Uh, Maybe if a couple times. Never. Always. Never. I'm confused. Producer Zane Both. says always. Just uh, big nods. We we say it a lot. Big mm-hmm, nods. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I have a story for you. But Please for some reason, me. instead of my story, my web page has produced a bowling video. <laughs> Welcome back uh, to the bowling podcast. Uh, that's not at all what I wanted to show you. So um, here's some quick music while I bring up. Why is there bowling? I'm so confused. Okay, found it. Okay, the intro is going to have you sad, but it's going to get better. Okay. That's my favorite kind of story. That sounds a bit sad, but it's true. A tiny bulldog almost didn't make it. Then he met this kitten. Oh! Shout out to our friends on Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. Everybody. This one's for you guys. So I stumbled across this on Facebook, didn't even go looking for it, and I was like, ooh, going to share this. So... Barnabas. Oh, that's the best name for a tiny bulldog. Was born with a cleft palate. Oh, no. Palate? Palate. I did say that right. Yeah. For a second, I was like, is it plate? And then I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was born with a cleft palate. I will link the video in our show notes. He is a tiny, tiny, tiny boy. Maybe. Probably the length of my hand. He is so, so small. Pure puppery. When they have a cleft palate, they have to be taken away from the other litter of dogs and immediately tube fed. So you have to look after them literally around the clock. So they're a lot of work. They're a lot of effort. Mm. Barnabas's breeder didn't want I know. So the rescuers... (laughs) (laughs) The rescuers came... The rescuers? Not like the movie. Just like (laughs) these rescuers came, they got a phone call and they were like, do you want him? And they were like, yeah, we'll, we'll take him. So, oh gosh, he's, I'm sorry. The video is on it. He's just real tiny and cute. Oh, he's so So tiny. They got a call about someone else that same day who was really tiny and really weak and they were afraid she was going to fade. So they decided to take Broccoli, the kitten as well. Broccoli and Barnabas. I can't handle. And they are both the teeny 
tiniest things. So even though they had already this cleft palate puppy, uh-huh. they took on Broccoli as well, uh-huh. who was teeny tiny and weak. Cleft palate puppies have a less than 50% chance of survival. So often they're born, they're kind of the teeny tiniest. They're, they're not well already when they're mm. born. And I guess a lot of times the breeders, if their purpose is to sell, they that's not a dog that they can sell very yeah. easily because it doesn't look healthy and it's going to need a lot of extra care. Yeah. So a lot of those big breeders aren't interested and a lot of these cleft palate babies don't do very well because they don't mm. give them the care and attention they need when they're newborn. Mm. They have to be tube fed. Um, it's a really stressful kind of few weeks. And then she had an idea. Newborn babies need stimulation yes. and they do well if there's one. Oh. So they put broccoli and Barnabas oh. together. Oh. So, so cute. So day one, same same day, phone calls. They found each other. Oh, my gosh. This is the a The photos are just too cute. Story. I can't cope. They snuggle all oh, the time. They play they together. They're best friends. You can see the video footage. They're literally like gnawing at each other. <laughs> it's so cute. And the rescuers are just like, Broccoli was absolutely a catalyst in Barnabas's survival. A catalyst? Like, are you kidding me? That's what's up. <laughs> like, he wouldn't have made it without Broccoli. They cuddled <laughs> and snuggled and chewed on him. <laughs> With love. And now, oh my gosh, now they're grown up and they're still cute. Oh, please show me them grown up. They're so cute. He's like a very serious little little bulldog. He is oh, so, he's so cute. Squishy. But still small. Because, yeah. of course, he, he wasn't well, but he's so gorgeous. He can speak now. He yes. barks, which he had never done one as a puppy. And the two of them just, like, support each other. However, it doesn't stop there. Oh, my goodness. Please, can you? There's a third amigo. Oh, no. In our pack. Oh, man. He has five legs. Oh. Five legs. Five legs? Oh, five legs. And his name is Ellery. Ellery. So he's got a little extra leg. Oh, man. So a bit of a birth defect. Um, They asked to rescue this five-legged dog, which is really unusual. I feel like that would be. And, um, yeah, and that's I guess that's how the the rescuers felt as well because they just went like, um, that is the cutest thing I've ever seen. And they instead of seeing it as like, oh, that's ugly, that's not cool, they were just like, oh, adorable, Meant more to, to love. Oh. <laughs> and so they got Ellery as well. When Ellery was six days old, he had some issues, fifth leg, um, and they had to together. So now he's best friends with Barnabas and they all just kind of together. That's so heckin' cute. So please go and check out the video. It is super cute stuff, really cute footage. So oh, they've all lived. Yes. They all have done really well. They've been rescued. Happy, stimulated. They're so happy. They're cute. so cute. And they all have like little friends. And shout out to the good humans Absolutely. out there giving love to the puppies that need it most and kittens. Absolutely. I cannot, um, my apologies, I can't remember the lady's name right now, but I will link the video. <laughs> I was like, um, Broccoli. <laughs> no, that's, that's not that kitten. Okay. <laughs> this is my daughter, Broccoli. <laughs> uh, Broccoli Bolivan. If you don't name your daughter Broccoli, I swear. Um, yeah. So I will link the video. Um, I believe they have an Instagram page where it's called the LaBelle Foundation. Oh, there you go. I found it. Her name's Laura. Um, so it's the LaBelle Foundation. I'll link their Instagram as well so you can track Check their little out. recoveries. Very cute. Anyway, that's I, it was, starts kind of sad, but I always make it so in happy. So lovely. Yeah. So, so cute. Adorable. So, so fluffy. You know what else is just so, so cute? What? 
today's breed of dog. Why are you going to talk about breed today, Mel? I am. That's new. We haven't done that before. <laughs> you got me looking at my notes there like, like uh-oh. Oh, no, oh, did no. I miss something? <laughs> what have I done? No, tell me, tell me, tell me. Today, because you were talking about the poodle last week and you mentioned that the poodle has some origin. Uh, I'm trying to construct a sentence here, but it's nah, just don't. not working. Don't worry about it. Uh, has some origins that lie in the spaniel breeds. Oh, yeah. Today, I'm talking about the Irish water spaniel. <gasps> Stop it. Yes, water I spaniel. I didn't even know that existed. Heck yeah, it's super cute. Has like a heckin' curly oh, coat. my lordy. If you don't regularly check out our show notes, jump on now. This is the one to check out. It's a heckin' cute You need doggo. to see this dog. It looks like two-minute noodles. With paws. Pretty much. It's like Justin Timberlake back in like 2002. <laughs> like, go check it out. It's gonna be Irish water. Spaniel. Oh, sorry. I ruined your joke. <laughs> we didn't quite synchronize on that one. That's all right. Next time. We'll rehearse it next time. Yep. <laughs> so here we go. We've got the Irish Water Spaniel. If you want a dog who is medium to large, thrives on vigorous as athletic <laughs> athletic activities, makes a keen watchdog but is not aggressive and is extremely perceptive and sensitive Ooh. to the moods and emotions around him, get yourself an Irish Water Spaniel. They sound super sharp. Yeah. And not in like a pointy teeth way, in like a <laughs> intelligence. Very smart doggos. And just... So sweet. You should check out some of the pictures because they're just so sweet. They're so they're cute. Just like, <laughs> it's just like standing there being all like, I am a floof. Yes. What of it? Solid, but like a solid floof. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just gushing over these pictures right now. This is a podcast. Your ears can't see what's going on here. Let me continue. Show notes, kids. Show notes. <laughs> so the Irish Water Spaniel is a native Irish breed. Who'd have guessed it? Dating back at least a thousand years. Wow. They're old doggos. It's believed in Irish folklore to be the descendant of the, oh, words I you can't do. say. You hand. Well, well, I don't know how to speak Irish or, okay. Dobhatu. It is probable that more than one ancient breed of spaniel has gone into its mate. It is not known from which other breeds Irish water spaniels were developed. So, mystery dog. Could be anything. Uh, but the acknowledged father of the breed, Justin McCarthy from Dublin. I want to be just a mother of a breed. We'll work on it and get back to you. Melanie Bullivant, mother of. Mother of doggos. <laughs> uh, like Game of Thrones, but way less scary. But I'll make Justin McCarthy left no breeding records. So good job being Justin, the father of the, the breed. Heck, man. And then just like abandoning. Oh, never mind. I'm. Getting off the back away, line. back away. <laughs> no personal experience. Anyway, all manner of dogs have been suggested to <laughs> originate the Irish Water Spaniel, including the Poodle. Oh, hello. Which is interesting because I thought the Spaniel was Spaniel originated from. No. So it's just an Ouroboros of doggo breeds. Was that mm. too vague? <laughs> it was a little bit vague. Like today's joke, for example. Rude. Rude. Uh, also, the Portuguese Water Dog, the Barbette. Uh, the generic old water dog. <laughs> Classic name there. <laughs> and the now extinct English water spaniel. Oh. As well as other spaniels, this guy just could be from anywhere. But this modern breed, as we know it, was developed in Ireland in the 1830s. Wow. Right? Big old history. And I've never heard of this dog. You always bring me breeds I've never heard of. And I'm <gasps> like, so wow. interesting. I've known of water dogs. Uh, they have special coats. So this curly coat is... 
cool. Uh, I'm trying to. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing again. There's just a really old school one where he just looks like he's looking oh, into the distance. Okay, literally, all of these ones, they all stand in exactly the same posture, and they're just like so, so serious, so majestic, so majestic. Um, Irish water spaniels make really good family dogs as they Aww. are usually really excellent with children and with other pets. Aww. Children that, you know, don't torment them. Some children are a little oh, intense. Don't torment your dog. No, never. It's really easy to do it. <laughs> Child or adult, don't do it. Um, <laughs> uh, they can also make good guard dogs if they've been trained to do so. They protect them in families. As I said before, they're super sensitive. Uh, some though, so I think we'd get along. <laughs> <laughs> you won't have any of those You'd like long angry silences with each other. You would just like talk about your feelings. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what I love having a dog for is just being like, okay. Like I, when I used to walk Bella, um, I would never take earphones and listen to music. Like I'd always just walk Aww. just the two of us so that we could like just have chats and just be together. That's super sweet. I, I like, I, no, no judgment. Like I get love, people love, I love music. I love listening to yeah. music. But like, I'm always like, there's, there's like a little doggy right there. You don't need music. Aww. I'm just, just like chat to my dog. Heck yeah. Anyway. Irish water. Irish water spaniel would like get down with yeah. that. I reckon. Uh, the Australian, uh, the Australian, the American Kennel Club, mm-hmm. the one people actually care about in the world, um, <laughs> True. says uh, that the Irish Water Spaniel has great intelligence combined with a rugged endurance mm. and a bold, dashing eagerness. Aww. Who was the marketing team I for this dog? Like, yeah, holy Excellent. wow, get him. Uh, tallest of the spaniels with a unique quizzical expression. The Irish water spaniel has a distinct, purposeful presence. I think that's what yeah. you mean by how it stands. Yeah, it's very like I am here, just like so solid mm-hmm, in itself. Mm-hmm. I need to learn a good that. lesson for all. It's like a pounce. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they are the floofiest. They are so cute. Uh, personalities vary. Uh, as with any dog. Oh my goodness, Taylor has just shown me a litter of puppies, of water spaniel puppies. The mom's so excited too. It's one of those moms that like, yeah, I'm she's so pleased. <laughs> um, so cute. As with any dog, the personalities vary, but most are bold, inquisitive, eager to play. I love <laughs> them. Maybe I need to get me an Irish water spaniel. Are they all brown? As far as I can see. What colour can I select? I believe the other types of water spaniel colours. Right, but not the Irish ones. Irish are strictly brown. Uh, Their love of vigorous exercise means you can do (laughs) really good fetch. (laughs) Do you know what? I was thinking about this on the last episode and I didn't say it. Yeah. Um, I reckon getting a dog is so much better than a gym membership. Ooh, yes. Do you know? Like instead of getting a gym membership, why wouldn't you just have a dog and then you have a friend and something to take care of and instead of being like, I'm just going to go to the gym and walk on a treadmill, go out for a walk with your dog. Go play with your dog. If you love the outdoors. Anyway, that's just my alternate suggestion for a gym. (laughs) Well, I work at a gym. Sorry, guys. But like (laughs) um, saving you money. Definitely go grab a dog instead. That's my recommendation. You're welcome. Worth it. Uh, You just got to watch out though because the Irish Water Spaniels can be aggressive dogs. So Mm -hmm. again, make sure you raise your doggo correctly. Absolutely. Get lots of training. They're such smart dogs. Train them. Why wouldn't you? Um, You've got to be aware that because they love their exercise and they're smart, you need to be providing enough exercise and mental stimulation. They were bred to be active hunting. So they don't need miles of running exercise, but a couple of walks around the block won't necessarily do it either mm-hmm. you want a bit of a rock happy medium 
Yeah. A romp. A romp, she tells me. A bunch me. of walks. 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 Not walks like you cook your Asian food in. No. <laughs> There's just an Irish Spaniel out there that is just cooking in a walk <laughs> with his many walks. <laughs> Hit us up if you're an Irish water Spaniel. That's a walk. Another specific call out for you there. <laughs> wow. Um, again, you need to provide enough socialization by nature. Mm. Um, so extensive exposure to people and to unusual sights and sounds. For example, I was in the dog park the other day and a man just walked by riding his horse. Wait, sorry. Is this a real life story? <laughs> yeah, this is a real thing. I got in my car after being at the dog park with my dog, put yeah. my dog in the back seat, and a man just walks through the parking lot, but not on his own feet. <laughs> He walked Ooh. by on his horse. He was riding the he horse, was ri- some he might was say. The horse. <laughs> that he is an unusual by sight. on his horse. So, unusual sights. <laughs> uh, yep. Wow. Um, and because of their, their curly, curly coat, <laughs> grooming is a bit of a thing you need to be aware of. Yep. Uh, to keep their coat short, clean, and free of mats, you need to make sure that you clip the coat every mm-hmm. few months. Yep. Uh, any other curly breeds yeah Yeah. Um, and you can learn to do it yourself or you can pay a groomer which is poppy it's hard doing it yourself yeah I think you've got to have a lot of patience and a lot of time to learn how to do it properly which if you can well hats off to you yeah but you you gotta make it properly I think yeah it's not easy it needs to be like you need to be consistent it has to be done faithfully or your dog will be a sad tangled mess correct no one wants that correct um but they also happen to be quite rare, apparently. With very few puppies born each year, you should expect a oh, rare there in you demand go. doggos. We haven't had that before. Yeah, shoot us oh, we a photo that of your Irish water spaniel yeah. if you have one. We'd love to see. They're just heckin' adorable. So heckin' adorable. Yeah, so that's our doggo for very today. cool. Okay, I have a question though. Okay. What are you going to name your Irish water spaniel? Ooh, how will I decide? You know how. How? I'm going to teach you how to name your dog right now. Yes. <laughs> I need it. So I found, because who knew, um, how an article called How to Choose the Perfect Dog Name with Science. With Science? With Science. Wow. Can confirm. So turns out there's an art and a science <laughs> to selecting the just right name for your pet. Amazing. Didn't know that. Have learned. Dogs are more likely to respond to certain sounds. And what about the age-old debate between human and non-human monikers? We often have this debate. Yes. We often find dogs that are just named normal names and we're just like, what the heck? Not about it. Personally, not about it. I'm sure they are still 10 out of 10 good boys and girls, but just not about We're we're going to find out. We're going to find out right right now. Okay. Okay. Tell me, science. So dog names are key in training. Create... Cray, cray. Creativity and personal expression are important, sure, but when it comes to giving your dog a name, training is a top concern. This is mm. what my mum told me because I originally wanted to name Bella Cherry. Cherry? And she's Cherry's like, a great you, name. You're going to have to yell out Cherry all the time. And I was like, eh. I was five also and very susceptible to suggestion. <laughs> um, but we went with Bella. Um, your dog will hear his name or her name over and over and will learn to respond to it when learning commands. In mm-hmm. fact, veterinary behaviorists, that's a job, <laughs> agree that dogs recognize their names because something happens when they hear them, after they hear them. In other words, it's more of a cue than a personal uh, identifier. Oh, right. So you're learning how to cue your dog rather than 
give them an identity. They could be great actors. Yeah, absolutely. And some <laughs> are. Don't you don't you doubt? Um, so there's actually sounds that your dog prefers. So you can the sounds you choose are going to influence your dog. Christopher Pachell, veterinary behaviorist, says uh. that short and choppy gets them to respond quickly, while long, slow, soothing tones do not. Uh. Huck might be preferable to Huckleberry Finn, at least for your dog. <laughs> so several experts agree that a hard consonant sound in the name, such as a C or K, helps mm. dogs distinguish from surrounding sounds. Plosives. Mm. I don't know if C Thank is you, a plosive. Pretty sure K is. P is for P. poppy. Yeah. Yes. Poppy. Yes. Zola. Z- uh, See, I wonder if Zola is more of a soothing. Zola. Mm. Although we definitely don't say it like that. We go, Zola. <laughs> You're welcome. Sorry, one more time. I don't want to hurt producer Zane's ears. <laughs> he might slap me. <laughs> then again, you'll want to avoid names that sound too much like commands. Uh, Ray might sound like stay, for example. You don't want to call or them- kit could be confused with sit. Yes. So you don't want to call your dog from far away and they just sit down. <laughs> That's not ideal. Well, at when someone calls me. Well, bye. <laughs> okay, here we go. People names, the okay. debate. All right. People names are popular choices. Mm. Our data, not mine, these people, shows that the top 10 for both female and male dog names, you'll find a majority of human-friendly picks. Max and Bella take the ah. top spots. There you go. So Bella, which I have known for a while, is the number one name for a doggo. It's a classic. It is a classic. No, I didn't even think of it as a human name. Because yeah, I know more I know a dog Bellas. Bellas than Bellas. Yeah. Um, and Max <laughs> human, apparently. Human Bellas, not real Bellas. Dogs are real. Sorry, continue. <laughs> um, and Max, apparently. I don't know. Um, we should always find dates for these things. We're just nervous. Um, I don't know how old this article is, but apparently Max is the true one. I don't know where it's from also. I'm going to guess America because I don't actually know a lot of dogs called Max. True. I'm not surprised. Um, for instance, they're joined by Charlie, Jack, Lucy, Molly. Mm. Molly is my grandmother's dog's name. I know Shouts out Lucy. Nana if you ever figure out how to press play on this podcast. <laughs> Would love it. Um, yeah, but I do know lots of Mollies, mm. lots of Molly dogs. Yeah. Um, the New York Times noticed a trend in grandparent names for dogs from oh. Marvin to Mona. I do. Okay. So I Very do cute. like a grandparent name because I like the idea of this cute floof with just an old eagle name. Mavis. What was Beatrice? The puppy? The puppy read? Todd. No, not Todd. Like Ellery. Ellery and Barnabas. Barnabas. <laughs> Barnabas. However, some trainers believe that giving your dog a person name can lead you to assign too many human qualities to that dog. Oh. Um, given you don't want how to personalize your dog too much. Don't personalize Whoa. them. <laughs> given how popular the practice is, though, it doesn't seem to be a concern. So, either which way. Yeah. I don't know. My like our dog's name is Zola. I've never met anyone called Zola, although I, I do hear that people use the name Zola. And uh, trust me, my mum treats that dog like a little baby human. <laughs> so who knows? Should I change a dog's name? Oh. When adopting a dog, you may be the faced with the question of whether to change the name. Perhaps you want something more original than Spot or more <laughs> serious than Fluffy. Go for it. Oh. Mm. Experts say it's fine. Certified animal behaviorist and dog trainer Karen London explains that it's a common practice when adopting a dog. Names like baby, poopsie, and pudding are often not popular with new adopters. Why not? I'm sorry. If you bring me a dog called poopsie, I'm changing its name. Pudding? Oh, pudding's pretty good. (laughs) On the other extreme, many people feel a mismatch when they adopt a dog who has been going by killer, spike, or vengeance. 
Holy moly. That's, That's such brutal. an intense name. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to use the same number of syllables. The main rule of thumb, make sure to spend time teaching your pup how to recognize their new name. Of course. When in doubt, try this handy trick. Stand at the back door and shout out your potential name choices. Popular baby name blogger Swisty suggests when this when deciding on human names too. Yeah, that's a bold choice. <laughs> Which one rolls off your tongue more easily? Which one feels the most natural? Which one is least likely to embarrass you at the dog park? Oh, <laughs> so this happened the other day. <laughs> Lol, random story, but very related. Mm. Uh, my friend and I were walking down the street just going shopping mm. and she was on the phone to her mum and they were talking about a puppy that they just met called Galaxy. Whoa. And my friend was like, that's a terrible name for a dog. You can't call a dog Galaxy. And I was like, hmm, beg to differ. And then I just <laughs> began to call out Galaxy in the middle of the street. <laughs> and I was just like, hey, Galaxy, come Galaxy. Hey, Galaxy, 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 Galaxy. And she was like, Galax. no, this is not proving your point. And I was like, hey, Galaxy, it's like Alex, but with a G. And she was like, <laughs> enough so yes i do believe that trick works because galaxy totally works as a dog name and i proved it on the street in the I middle agree. of the world i believe you however you won't know until you try calling out mm. nicodemus versus nico versus reese's puppy cups <laughs> yes there is a dog out there named reese's puppy cups oh shout out to at so dogs in food on instagram yes oh my gosh absolutely shout out to dogs in food one of my faves who photoshops dogs oh, into so good food. It's just excellent. In the end, picking something you love is most important. You want to get that warm, fuzzy feeling every time you say your dog's name, mm-hmm. just like you want your dog to respond to her name with joy. If it makes you happy to say it, then Poppy, Poppy Zola. Zola. <laughs> Galaxy. <laughs> Vengeance. Vengeance. <laughs> Seriously would work for some people, I know, though. <laughs> ah, so there you go. I thought that was a really interesting article. Yeah, and it very had, like, helpful. actual backed up statistics and stuff thank you science thank you science so that's really good and now i just want a dog so i can name it galaxy i really actually do love the name galaxy i think it's a dalmatian too so it's all like spotty yes i might be wrong so it's galaxy if i'm wrong but i think it's a dalmatian called galaxy oh maybe it was a but i now i'm getting a dalmatian called galaxy galaxy yeah about it all right i'm out your turn oh okay (laughs) you're done (laughs) just winded myself yelling galaxy so many times (laughs) <laughs> well i mean let us know if you have a dog it's a your time to talk yeah. <laughs> hit us up on the socials you I, can't toil but i'm doing cool hand gestures oh, right it, now oh they're so cool so oh nailing it it almost looked like it. oh she's doing the dog hands yep okay socials we to are me. on instagram at floof and papa podcast all spelled out mm-hmm we are on the Twitter. Tweet there. At Floof and Papa, all spelt out. And we are on Le Facebook. Le Facebook. The Floof and Papa podcast, where the end is an end. Oh my goodness. <sighs> the crowd goes wow. Thanks I'd- to. Oh, that was awkward. Thanks to That's Not Canon Production. <laughs> Thank you. For having us. <laughs> oh, dear. And Once again. Have a good week. Yeah. Happy Woofy Wednesday. Woof. Woof woof. Bye bye. Boop. Boop. Hi there. My name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of a new Australian true crime podcast. Ah, so we're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown. Relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like, and a subscribe. 
Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh, yeah. My name's Liz Keogh and I have my life together. My name's Curtis Lang and by all rights, I shouldn't be alive. And I want to find out what it's like to walk one mile in your shoes. Fair enough. If that's what you really want, then that's on you. I'm just so concerned for you, Liz. What are we going to do in this podcast? We're going to be swapping friends, diets, cars, phones, underwears, jobs. Oh man, have you ever seen Freaky Friday? It's pretty much that film. We're going to swap, yeah, these aspects of our lives and... Oh man, I'm really concerned for how it's going to turn out for you, let me tell you. Yes, well we are going to be every Friday dropping those ones, so put it in your diaries, put them in your calendars, yeah, in your I, notes. I definitely keep a diary and a calendar, that's definitely something I do. I do, I have my life together, Curtis. Well, <laughs> I don't. See you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.